0: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and this week I am joined by Jesse Gomez.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Hi, Alex. Hi, Jesse.
0: Uh, And hi, Emma. How are you?
2: (laughs) Hello. I'm good, thanks. How are you
0: doing? Oh, that was nice because that was sincere. I'm I'm genuine.
1: People always say I'm insincere, but I I think I'm genuinely quite enthusiastic about things. I've never heard
0: you speak the way you just spoke, ever.
1: Well, you've never listened to my VO.
0: I have. I actually think, well, I, I was listening to your VO just before we started recording this podcast. I Unbelievable. Think, well, your voice is actually um, much better than you are. So.
1: Thank you, Alex. Oh, well, here he goes. <laughs> He's got his funny sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time it's going to be used today, I promise.
0: It's. Uh, it's been a very quiet week because Cardi and Matt are both off. Good. Not together, as far as I'm aware. Um, I think Cardi's just at home playing games and hopefully Matt is out. Doing something more than something worthwhile and
1: and sunny. I'm
0: not video games are worthwhile, Jesse.
1: Yeah, I know. Yes. (laughs) Uh,
0: Doing something more than he would normally do in a normal work week was was gonna be my point. Uh, but with them both being away, I'm not saying that you were third choice on (laughs) on the task (laughs) at hand this week. But Wow. We had the opportunity to play Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Obviously, Cardi plays a lot of Avengers, so mm-hmm. he would have, he knows a lot about that game. Matt knows a lot about the Guardians comics. Yeah. Um, but I did think you did a sterling job uh, of, of the content that we've got around it. Now, for reasons, you're not allowed to share your opinion on the game <laughs> just yet. Yep. So you can only answer in...
1: Uh, Riddles.
0: No. Ones and zeros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deliver
1: I mean, information. I've been able to put together three lovely visual experiences for everyone to watch on our channel and also a little bit of reading on IGN as well. Um, first video. Well, I think.
0: Go the, ahead. Exactly. The thing that, well, a lot of the questions that came out the first round of previews was like, they gave a top line idea of what the combat was like. Yeah. But you've been able to go into a deeper dive because I think there is... Well, still, still confusion as to kind of what mm. it is that that game exactly is. And I think you answer a lot of those questions.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, before I got, when I eventually got around to playing it, you know, uh, combat is a lot more complex than what people might expect it to be based on the trailers they've watched and stuff like that. There's a lot of moving parts when it comes to controlling Star-Lord and commanding the rest of the Guardians. And I've said that in my in my video. So please do watch the recently released video. It goes over (laughs) everything you'll need to know about combat in Guardians of the Galaxy and know, some pretty sweet gameplay as well. Just going to say it's all new stuff because I recorded it. But um, before I got my hands on Guardians of the Galaxy, like, I don't know if you two share the same, but have you a lot been interested in this game beforehand based on trailers and stuff? Because I'd say I'm a fan of the Guardians film-wise, but I didn't really... I wasn't really expecting much when watching trailers and stuff.
0: No, I think, to be honest, I played um, a bit of Avengers. Yeah. And while I liked the kind of overall presentation of it, I found the actual the mechanics a little bit pedestrian. Yeah. And so I didn't stick with it.
1: No, same um, here.
0: And I'll be honest, I kind of, I've tarred um, uh, Guardians with the same brush. But... Yeah. Having seen, obviously, a lot of the gameplay that you've captured and going a- in a bit more detail, it does feel like it's much more up my street. Obviously, it's a single-player single player, single player narrative-driven game. Yeah. That's my bag. And um, yeah, I kind of, you know, again, as a passing interest, I was under the impression that you switch between the characters. You don't yeah, always yeah. play a Star-Lord, but you do get the option to control them or boss them around or yeah, however you want to describe it.
2: Yeah, so, I feel... Sorry. Sorry, go on, Emma. No, I was going to say I'm kind of in the same boat as you, really. I tried Avengers and didn't really stick with it for very long at all. But this does look very different, yeah. which I'm kind of excited about.
1: No, no, that's, that's that's certainly true. I mean, unfortunately, like we've established, I can't share my impressions on the game. But if you do want something similar to that, Cardi did a hands-on preview, and that preview yeah. is very good. So yeah. if you want more information coupled with my combat guide and a few other videos you'll have all the information you might want in order to secure an opinion on Guardian's it's pre-release. It's hard to talk around this, isn't it? <laughs> it, it really is, because you know what it feels like when people say, just do an objective review or give me your objective opinion on the game? It's like, you can't do it, because it leads to conversations like this when I want to yeah. describe the game to you. <laughs> I'm failing yeah. to do that. Um,
0: yeah. But well, like, So he did liken it to... Um, Is it Final Fantasy Remake, I think, in terms of the way that you kind of issue commands and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, because I guess everyone was kind of expecting something akin to Avengers, where, you know, you're controlling a bunch of different characters and stuff, but obviously that isn't the case based on everything we've seen so far. Um, And, you know, you are issuing commands to your fellow Guardians and stuff, and there's a lot lot to play around with when it comes to, you know, instructing your Guardians and playing a Star-Lord. Um, but outside of just the combat guide as well if you're interested in seeing a boss battle or a bunch of unlockable costumes we have that as well he's really (laughs) flogging it today isn't it it's
0: right. you've done some work mate
1: Jesus I put work into this and I want people to see it but
0: this This isn't the Jesse Gamers promotional podcast
1: you know what it's just just frustrating because like I, I want to be able to talk about this game freely and stuff but obviously we have to wait until new embargoes and proper reviews come out well, it's out
0: in what two weeks? I, I think, think it's
1: out. so. It's the twenty eighth, isn't it, or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so not long. No, um, not 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 long at all. And uh, it was it was lovely being able to make these videos. To be fair, um, and well, I, I think the best thing, obviously,
0: outside of your incredible words, <laughs> yes, and an amazing editing. Mm. Like obviously, we've got half an hour's worth of. Actual captured footage, rather than supplied B-roll yeah. from the studio. Yeah. And I think that shows off the game way better because you get a proper sense of well, one of the boss battles is yeah, like yeah, you yeah. Know, how you operate as a team, how you you know issue commands. Because I think you know, I think that was the thing I was unsure of is like you know, well, how do I get Rocket to go and do this? And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's pretty simple now.
1: No, for sure, because like outside of I don't know if they've done extended gameplay reveals for this game or not i haven't really looked at like pre-release marketing or whatever but i've seen a few trailers and even then you're not really being able to appreciate or fully understand how the game works and obviously you want stuff like this to you know formulate your opinion a little bit better before you spend full price on a game yep. and you know whether you enjoy it or not um yeah.
2: are you allowed to talk about the abilities at all like I don't uh, know if you're allowed to say that. <laughs> well,
0: surely if they fall within the certain
1: chapters of the game, that, that's think. the thing. Like <laughs> it was just literally me telling you like how combat operates. I cannot say whether or not I enjoyed it, <laughs> but uh, I hope <sighs> this gives a glimpse into the how and kind of the
0: video games. Well, I, I guess it's the same as any industry. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know the yeah. flow of information.
1: Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely odd when you want to obviously convey certain messages and feelings towards something, whether you liked it or not. Um, but obviously, you're quite limited in doing that. But I think I think my tone comes across in the combat video. and. Well, I,
0: I, it struck me, and this is not you offering your opinion, and I've not played the game. And it I'm listening to you. It struck me as if you had a good time. Mm. And let's leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: That was Guardians of the Galaxy, everyone.
0: Yes. And from one group of heroes to another, uh, Ted Lasso, season two finally finished last week. Uh, and I know that you've been watching it, Emma. What are your thoughts to, well, I thought was a uh, a kind of a bit of a hit and miss season.
2: Yeah, I think I like the the season overall. I like that yep. it goes like sort of, it goes deeper into like the characters. You've got more character development. You can see like their relationships with other people grow a lot. Um yeah. you see like behind like without, I'm not gonna spoil it, but like you see more of like Ted as a person behind his like friendly sort of persona and smile and stuff like and he's had a pretty tough time, it seems <laughs> yeah. like I I can yeah. say that. Um Yeah, I I like that they spend a lot of time on that in this season. I think it does come at the like Detriment of we don't really see a lot of football. <laughs> um, no,
0: it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's certainly it's become a season or a series about those characters, as you say. It was almost as if there had to be an episode dedicated to each of the sort of the major players within that, and it was like, okay, right, we're going to do this one about that. And at times, it felt pretty disjointed. I watched it in quite a disjointed way. Anyway, I, I watched a load of them in one go. And then the last four really spaced out. And to the point where <laughs> I've forgotten half the stuff that's happened before. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on here?
2: Yeah, like, no, I did the same thing. Like,
0: I I think at the end, I think it, it definitely pulled it back on track. The last couple of episodes, I thought were really, really good. Um, I think it sets itself up well for season three. Um, a few of the things I didn't like, I didn't like that Christmas episode. I thought
2: that was bullshit. It was at the wrong time of year as well. Like, I don't know about you, but my partner and I refused to watch it. it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it it was like, I think when I watched it as well, it was like right when we had heat wave. It was like super, super hot. So it just felt weird anyway. But yeah, my partner and I won't watch Christmas episodes. We'll try and like avoid them if we're watching a show and then save them up for the year and then watch them at Christmas time. That certainly makes sense. Yeah, like, just because, you know, it's, like, more festive. And then you remember what you've actually watched over the year as well. Yeah. But, if yeah, it felt weird watching a Christmas episode in the middle of summer.
1: So, sure. and then...
0: but some Again, I can't even remember what happened in it. But I don't feel like <laughs> it was really explained apart from, oh, it's Christmas. It's like, it was just literally out of nowhere.
2: <laughs> Why is yeah, it? Yeah, the show does that a lot. I feel like it does that more this season where it just skips time and kind of just expects you to know but you won't know how how long it's been and like it does that especially with the football matches
0: yes so yeah yeah, yeah. it'll
2: start off by being like oh yeah this is happening with Richmond and then the next episode all of a sudden it's been like five or six games and you're like oh okay like (laughs) that's happened in the background and we haven't seen it
0: yeah you didn't really get the ebb and flow of the kind of team's performance or anything like that the other thing that I thought was really weird is like the kind of, you know, the three hardcore fans that always stood at the end of the bar. Um, if they're that hardcore, why are they not at the game? Why are they watching it in the pub? It's like, come on, yeah. get a ticket.
1: Maybe <laughs> tickets are expensive. I haven't watched any of Do this show, think? so I don't know. I don't know, yeah. how, I don't know how expensive football tickets are.
2: They're well, expensive for like big teams. Exactly. I feel like this Richmond is, wouldn't be that.
1: No, championship that pricing. team. I,
2: yeah.
1: I just know they're sausages, like, to be honest. Not familiar what? with the football team, Richmond Sausages. I don't know anything about the football oh. team. I don't oh, know is that what you're that thinking of to. every time we
2: see Richmond?
0: <laughs> I thought you were talking about like the the mascot for the club is a sausage because it's not; it's a greyhound. But anyway, <laughs> like the other things that I thought, uh, I've made a list, so I'm going to go through them. Oh, I found the Sky Sports stuff really painful. <laughs> oh, has
1: it got like fake Sky Sports? No, it's like- got
0: real Sky it's Sports. Real, it's oh. real people. Yeah, <laughs> but obviously they are not actors. Yeah. And it just comes across as a <laughs> bit painful. Like the, the Thierry Henry thing in the Coach Beard episode, I enjoyed. I thought that was funny. I thought
2: that was nice, yeah.
0: But like the when it keeps cutting back to Chris Kamara and I forget who the other two are, I was a bit like, oh, this is a bit awkward.
2: Yeah, it was quite like... Did you like, not feel that? Th- yeah, it was like harsh cuts to them as well. <laughs> like yeah. I guess it's it's good that they were there because it's like, oh, I recognise you like from the weekend, like watching you all the time. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. It depends if you like them as well, I guess, if you like the actual people. like Well, I,
0: I love Soccer Saturday and all of that kind of thing. But I just think they're good when they're talking authentically about f- what's happening on their screens. And and when they're, you know, when they're coming up with their lines, it just felt very forced as opposed but, to three proper pundits talking about stuff.
1: But isn't yeah. it so cool because you recognise them?
0: <laughs> I, well, again, I think it's one of those things that probably when it was scripted, it was like, "This is a cool idea." Like <laughs> yeah. It just for me, it just doesn't quite work.
1: No, it happens um, a lot in like just TV shows and movies in general, where you'll have a cameo where it's, whether it's like on like a Saturday Night Live kind of deal or a news station, it's like, "Oh, I recognise that host," but. You're seeing them act instead of do their job. And it's like, this doesn't come across well at yeah. all.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, next thing. I thought there was too much Roy Kent.
2: There was a lot of Roy Kent.
1: A lot of Roy <laughs> Kent. And, and
0: it's all, I know that they they have definitely fleshed his character out a bit, but it's still a bit like, I get it. You're really gruff and you sort of, you know, you're sort of one syllable answers to stuff. It's like, <laughs> oh,
2: come on. Yeah, they try and make him... I feel like they try and flesh him out as a character a little bit more in yes. this season. Like, because yeah. you see more of him as well, and then his relationship with his girlfriend and stuff. Um, yeah.
0: And, and again, no spoilers, but of you see a lot more of that side of him come out towards the very end of it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, he's more like vulnerable as a character, yes. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Like, he yeah. lets his guard down a little bit, which I, is, I, is
1: good. I do have a question. Like, I'm like someone who doesn't know much about football and stuff. When, if you're, if someone who, who isn't familiar with football would want to watch Ted Lasso, would they still like get a kick out of it? Would they still think it's funny? Or is it just kind you of don't like,
0: you need to know about football. I don't think.
1: No. It's, okay. It's
0: not really about, <clears throat> that's a vehicle for the characters as opposed okay. to it being, you know, it's not like a last chance you or something like that.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Not like that yeah. film we watched. What was it called? What, Green
0: Street? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's Come all about on. football. I learned so much. <laughs>
0: I, also, I don't think you really need to know about football to fully understand that either.
1: Yeah. It's just
0: it's just a bunch of lads sitting each other, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I want to join a firm.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, I did really like the emotional side of things. Again, not going into too much detail, but they, there were certain elements of mental health that they touched upon, which I thought was really nice. I thought they handled it in quite a, a good way. Um, yeah. For sure. And and I thought, even though it was one of the weirdest pieces of television I've seen, I thought the Coach Beard episode was really funny. (laughs) But again, so out there in terms of like, what's this?
2: Yeah, that episode really stood out to me just because it was so different. And like, you don't really get to see much of him in... Either season, really. He's always there with Ted, but, you know, he's quite a mysterious character. And I feel like that episode made him even more mysterious in some ways. But yeah, that was cool.
0: To fill it in, Jesse, Mm. it was almost like uh, an hour's dream sequence (laughs) where they go on this just bizarre, like they almost dress like Peaky Blinders (laughs) for reasons. I'm not going to go into detail. But it has really very little to do with The rest of the season. Yeah. It's just him and different predicaments that he gets into. And there are obviously touch points with, mm -hmm. oh, okay, refers back to this. But it's so weird. And like I say, out of place. It's it's like when a
1: sitcom has like a musical episode for no fucking reason just pops out of nowhere, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) That sounds like my kind of jam, baby. It
0: Um, does sound like a fun show. It is a fun show. And and like... Obviously I think the benchmark was set so high with the first oh excuse me. I did a little (laughs) bit. Oh I'm professional to do that on a podcast. (laughs) Apologies. Um the the benchmark was set so high with season one that it's never ever gonna kind of hit that. But it felt like it's the same kind of shtick, but Mm. moving it along. And it'll be interesting to see what they do for um for season three.
2: Yeah, definitely. Like I'd say it's like Like we were saying earlier, don't worry if you're not into football. Like, I think you'll still enjoy the show. The first season is like really sweet and wholesome. And I know, I remember, I think um, Matt and Cardi were talking about Ted Lasso and like why they're necessarily not as into it. But, um, and I remember them mentioning like, oh, it's like maybe a bit too sweet, like all the time. (laughs) I feel like season two does sort of address that a little bit. Yeah. With the with the like developing relationships and also with the mental health stuff it does sort of it changes the tone a bit like it doesn't completely lose its identity or anything yeah. like it's still a really nice show to watch um yeah. you're not going to be like you know upset after watching it or anything it is like really wholesome but I feel like it it does have a bit more bite to it than the first season yeah. did and I like that Absolutely. about season 2.
1: Is this on Apple TV?
0: It is on Apple yeah. TV.
1: Um, yes. Is there anything else worth watching on Apple TV? Because like I've got Netflix, Amazon, Disney, but <coughs> Apple TV seems to be like the one last thing I haven't heard much fanfare about other than Ted Lasso.
0: Like there is a bunch of like, Charlotte really likes The Morning Show. Family um, okay. Foundation, which has just come out. Okay. Uh, apparently that's good, but I've not watched that yet. Uh, For All Mankind is supposed to be good. Yeah. Uh, but again, I've not watched that. The there's a Beastie Boys documentary on there that's very good, but I wouldn't recommend you pay a full subscription. Like normally, like if you buy one an Apple device, you get three uh, months, three months free.
1: That's an expensive way to um, go into Apple TV.
0: Wait, yeah, but if you're going to buy a phone anyway, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, yeah. whatever. Like for example, yeah. when I got my work laptop, I got three months free.
1: I should have made use of that. I'm a fool. So you should have made use of that exactly. <laughs> yes.
0: yeah. Um. Like, the other weird thing about it is, is, like, one of the characters is called Danny uh, Rojas. And in so the lead character for Far Cry, it's <laughs> yeah. called Danny. And, and switching yeah. from one to the other is so weird. That's weird Because, like, he's a bit of a sort of, uh, like, a lovable... Um, idiot's not fair. <laughs> he, but super happy, super lovely kind of... Um, ...South American player. No, well, the, but he is, I guess, like, he is supposed to provide laughs Mm. and then cut to far cry where it's you know somebody who's just going around shooting as many people as possible it is a bit of a jarring experience but again i don't know how many people are going to be going through that in the same way that i did
1: sounds like it really like scarred you up the the change from danny rojas (laughs) to tad lesser and far cry (laughs)
0: Well, but,
1: but <laughs> Shook even you up, if man. they had slightly
0: different names, but is it, they're exactly the same.
1: Yeah, fair enough. That, that, is, that, is, that is odd. But who came first? Was he in season one? Was he already an established character? Yeah, he was in season one. Yeah. yeah. Can't believe Ubisoft copied him. You but heard it here a, there's first. There's a bit
0: in this episode where his shoes are too tight and... <laughs> I just couldn't get that bit out of my mind while playing Far Cry. Um, and it's a recurring joke that keeps on going throughout that one episode of Ted Lasso. And then I was just thinking, well, I wonder if her shoes are too tight, because I played as the, the female version of Danny yeah. in Far Cry. She didn't complain about them, so I'm guessing they were fine.
1: Yeah, that would be an odd game. Seems, seems more like a Death Stranding kind of deal than a Far Cry deal, to be fair.
0: And also you can change your shoes in Far Cry. So if they were That's too tight, true. just get another pair.
1: That is absolutely anyway, true.
0: We are going to talk more about Far Cry in a little bit, but first, uh, you guys have played Back for Blood, and I have not. Oh. What's it like?
2: <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> um, I like it. I feel like. I constantly compare it to Left 4 Dead because it's hard not to, right? Yeah,
1: the, the well, marketing has basically, basically said like, well. hey yeah. guys, we're, we're Left 4 Dead, but don't tell anyone we're Left 4 Dead. Yeah,
2: we're new Left 4 Dead. Um, yeah. I like Back 4 Blood. I feel like I've played the opening missions like so many times at this point. <laughs>
1: that's that's um, pretty much what I did as well. Yeah, yeah, I haven't gotten past like much of the new acts because most of my experience was with the Alpha and Beta and that shared a lot of the opening acts obviously for the final game as well. That's all I really experienced. Um, but it is just, it is basically the spirit. It's kind of the spiritual success that a lot of Left 4 Dead fans have been wanting for years. It's just the main difference is that this has basically a card system and Left 4 Dead doesn't. That feels like the, the core difference of Back 4 Blood and Left 4 Dead, really.
2: Yeah, I feel like, I mean, how do you feel about the cards? I feel like I sort of, I don't really like consult my team when I'm picking a card and I probably should be to try and like make our team as, it, as strong and as good as possible.
1: I, I think what I always liked about Left for Dead, that series is just how kind of, not really bare bones it is, but it just kind of works. You have single player and multiplayer and a few other game modes and then you get into, you know, a mission or a campaign. You have your weapons, your characters are vanilla and then you just go through and play and that's it. But with Back for Blood, like I know they're trying to add some sort of like longevity and more customization to it but i don't think the card system is really something that a lot of left for dead fans myself including will like gravitate towards to especially if you're doing like solo play as well because i know that back for bloods single player offerings are quite slim and limited as well it's really bizarre you, none of your stats are tracked you can't like you don't un- have any sort of progression when you're in single player. Or, that entire like mechanic of the game only exists on multiplayer, which seems so bizarre for something that's basically telling itself like, hey guys, we're Left 4 Dead 3. It just seems a bit... It just feels wrong, I guess, as someone yeah. who's loved Left 4 Dead for years.
2: I get that. I think the other thing that sort of puts me off of playing Back for Blood sometimes is that with Left 4 Dead, you can just hop in with friends and you can like sort of blast through the game quite quickly yeah. I feel like I can't do that in Back for Blood like I was playing with um, Cardi and Matt the other night mm. and I think we played we must have played for about three hours but we didn't yeah. even get to like Act 2 and, it, and like <laughs> wow. the only reason we stopped playing was because we ran out of continues so it was just like oh, okay you failed <laughs> <laughs> that but, is like, bonkers yeah it just feels like when you're hopping into a, a game of Back for Blood that's a real time investment on your yeah. part
0: yeah. And yeah, is that sometimes- because it's new and unfamiliar and over time you'll kind of build it up and be able to rattle through it? Or is it just down to game design?
1: It, it does feel a, a little bit, bit more... Yeah, yeah, certainly. I think it's a bit more difficult than what like, sort of standard Left 4 Dead, that sort of standard Left 4 Dead experience was when you're playing on normal and stuff. And I also mm. think... Because um, I enjoy playing these games single player as well because that's basically how I got introduced to Left 4 Dead uh, back in yeah. 2008 or whatever... Um, and the AI was like pretty competent and like actually quite responsive back in that game. But when I've tried playing single player in this, like the AI is honestly quite dumb. <laughs> like I'll be, you know, left behind, like hanging on a cliff or, you know, being down by an enemy and AI will just stand there and look at me, like enjoying the fact that I'm basically getting killed. But in Left 4 Dead, they're a bit more <laughs> responsive and stuff. It's just, it's odd. It's It's definitely a bit more of a difficult game, but I think that comes down to the technology in it as well. Since you want to push more zombies on screen and you know have bigger mm. effects and stuff that's only naturally going to lend to it being a bit more difficult than you know the large groups that you could have in left for dead but obviously not as large as you can have in back yeah. for blood
0: like with cardi and matt both being away this week emma like you're completely free to say it was down to them being shit that we didn't <laughs> that too. so like if you like the microphone is yours go ahead fuck them <laughs> up that's the thing I think who's was the worst player on your team
2: uh well that's the thing we played so we played three of us for a while so we had like an extra like random person
1: oh you're snitching up the rando then
2: yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry if you were stuck with us
1: that was the boss of IGN (laughs) jesse69 yeah
2: (laughs) but yeah what was like one thing that was like interesting was I think both of them had already played like a little bit more than I had um And they were sort of like, there were certain points where you'll be getting to like a a portion of the level and it's like, oh, you know that there are going to be lots of like enemies suddenly appearing. Um, And what was interesting was to like hear them because we were talking over like voice chat and stuff. They were like, oh, when we did this yesterday, this, you know, it didn't feel as extreme as it does now. Like it didn't feel as difficult. Yeah. And there were other times sort of when they were sort of like bracing themselves for a big fight to happen, like where lots of like zombies were going to sort of like run in and maybe it didn't pan out quite how they were thinking. But like, I remember just hearing oh, okay. like them sort of saying stuff like that. So I haven't played through like multiple times um Like I played the beta and then just like last week, so I'm interested to see if I go back to those opening levels. Like, how different is the
0: experience each time? Some way, yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it's it's
1: got as far as I understand adaptive difficulty, and it has the same kind of uh, system that Left 4 Dead had. Going back to that, it had sort of what's called like an AI director. So depending how well you're playing, they might add a few more special infected around a corner, or you might have a door that used to be there that now isn't, or You know, this horde might pop out when last time you played, it didn't. So it it has some small, has like a few small changes from like campaign to campaign. But it's not like, you know, you're having these humongous differences each time. It's just small things to kind of keep you on your toes, I guess. And Leffeder did the same back in 2008, which was quite cool.
0: Yeah. Did you see, was it KFC's gaming channel did something like...
1: (laughs) They took the piss out of it, right? They did.
0: Uh, I was oh, I was trying to find it. I can't find it. I thought it was Honestly, a bit harsh. I,
1: I find it tiring where it's like you have these big like faceless brands, <laughs> which are which are like taking digs at each other on Twitter, and people like, oh yeah, that's so cool. My favorite burger like dissed this game. I'm like, I don't care, man. <laughs> it's 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 a little bit lame when you constantly see Wendy's or whatever the fuck it is like clapping back at kfc or something it's like <laughs> i don't need to see that <laughs> online
0: just eat their food so on the subject of back for blood we got an email from rory who says over the last few weeks it feels like we've had a massive influx of games and tech from fifa to far cry new nintendo switches and left for dead reskins well oh. kfc The problem with this is that I don't have an endless supply of money and deciding which of the new games to buy has made me resort to review watching, seeing which games get the best reviews and how to spend my money wisely. I use Metacritic uh, to keep my eye on new releases hoping to get some clarity, but between review bombing from users and somewhat mixed reviews from game critics, I've been left empty handed and annoyed. I hate that games are so expensive now with no way to get a feel of the game before spending a load of money on it, which almost seems unfair. Especially when you consider most games now require about two to three weeks of post-release patches to fix game-breaking issues. Anyway, mm-hmm. what do you guys feel about um, the whole topic? And should games get more free-to-play demos to justify the higher price tag? Uh, ultimately, I do think seventy pounds is an awful lot of money for a game.
1: Yeah, that is. I'm that not is saying big time cash.
0: They shouldn't be that because if you look at some of the development teams that are involved in those projects, they're fucking massive yeah Yeah. and and you know maybe it does need to reflect that um but at the same time it's a massive investment if you're sitting on the fence yeah um i did see i think it was either last week or maybe the week before that sony in europe is potentially testing uh game trials
1: yeah yeah and i feel like because you know demos have all but died out like yeah. other than being on steam and pc platforms where you know any developers make specific tailored demos you're not getting demos anymore when it comes to consoles and i feel like a limited time trial like maybe one hour or two hours depending on the game or it's probably going to be set by the developer having a trial of like the full game yeah sounds pretty perfect because you can play up to a point and be like i quite like this you pay for it and you've still got the game installed you can continue where you left off. If that's how it works, that sounds yeah. like the best route. Because, uh, like, especially when I used to work at a cinema and stuff, and I was still studying at university, and like I was saving up a lot, a lot of cash just to try and buy, you know, a sixty, a sixty quid game, or if I was lucky to buy two and stuff, just because of my paycheck and travels to uni and stuff. So I definitely understand, and it, I feel like those trials seem like the best way. But also, if you're just uh, it's, it sucks because I feel like patient gamers are often more rewarded than people who want to be like, you know, I'm, I want to play all these new games as soon as they're out mm. because you probably missed fantastic games from a year ago, two years ago, five years ago that you just, that you might have missed that, you know, might be on like the best list of that particular year that are still quite cheap and you can enjoy. But when it comes to those new releases, I guess people can feel the sting of just being left out, I guess.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It's one of the reasons why I really like Game Pass. Because you can get a taste of, you know, some of the new stuff that's coming out, but you've also Mm. got a back catalogue of decent stuff in there. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing, like, I think it is that time trial thing. I guess the only thing you've got there is that a lot of the games, the opening isn't necessarily the bit that reflects that game the best. Yeah. When I played Far Cry 6, I actually thought the opening was pretty rubbish. Yeah. Um, that opening island, just because I hadn't hit, got into the rhythm of what the game is like. And it is classic Far Cry, but again, more on that later. Um, yeah. And so I wonder if that could have a detrimental impact rather than it being positive, but I guess swings in roundabouts or whether it might even change the way that people develop games.
1: Yeah, I, I think people it's It's tough to say, and I feel like cyberpunk had this the most, where people saw you know all the marketing material and how people really really bought into that hype, and then you had you know you had a reviewer who like might have given it a ten and you might have had a review who gave it a five, and people yeah. latch onto a single review, and that's their entire opinion that that's what their entire opinion is based on until they eventually play the game and if you're shelling out like you know, 60, 70 quid or even a hundred pounds if you want to go for like the ultimate edition or whatever, yeah. digitally or physically. People just, people need to like chill for a second, maybe watch some unedited gameplay, watch or read a bunch of different reviews. And 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 that's the thing, people latch onto the hype and they, they only consume like one review and then and then that's their opinion sold. And then they end up potentially wasting their money for a game that, you know, they might not actually enjoy. And at least if you have something like PS5 Trials or you know, game pass, at least you're able to formulate your own opinion and not just, you know, go headfirst on, on onto purchasing in whatever game you want based on a single review. I think that's what a lot of people fall for (coughs) really.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think what I currently do is I'll watch people stream it on Twitch for a few hours and see like, okay, because then you're getting someone's opinion as they're playing, but also you can see the gameplay for yourself, like unedited, which I quite like. Um, I guess yeah, with with single player games I'll definitely do that. With a lot of like multiplayer stuff, sometimes you'll get like um like betas and stuff. Yeah. So that's always good. Like I always try and hop into those and see like, you know, like what do I think of the new Call of Duty or like Battlefield and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I would I would definitely like to have more more demos, more trials and stuff because games are really expensive and like yeah, if you're if you're sort of thinking like, okay, I've got this amount of money, you know, budgeted for a game this month and you've got to make a hard decision like especially at this time of year when you've got lots of big things coming out yeah. you want to make sure you pick the right thing for you
1: Yeah,
2: I think 900%. it's also
0: like because he mentions looking at lots of reviews I think sometimes that can also be more confusing I think you've yeah. got to try and find people who have got a similar taste into kind of same stuff that you're into Yeah, and probably follow a couple of those people rather than looking across the board because well yeah, you know it's yeah. one person's opinion and you know, sh- it can be very different.
1: Yeah, like we, we see it here like on, you know, I mean, I've especially seen it since working here where a, re- a review might come out and people just latch onto that score, don't read the review, yeah. don't watch it or anything. And they say, that's my opinion done. I have formulated my opinion based off two numbers or one and yeah. that's it. And it's like, pe- you have to, you have to do a little bit more if you want your money worthwhile. For it to be worthwhile or else you're going to fall into that yeah. trap of just being completely bumped off and no one yeah. likes that
0: it's like so if you use far cry 6 as an example there's any one mm. voice you need to listen to on far cry 6 and that's mine and i'm going to okay. tell you why right now
1: <laughs> wow this is really exciting i know right <laughs>
0: So I finished it, much to Dale's amazement. Like, I couldn't believe how, like, um, he was properly like, you you finished it, it's 30 hours. I was like, all right, (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: I'm not going to lie, I shared a little bit of that. Just because I don't often hear you say that, like, you finished this, like, a really large game.
0: But that's because I'm really selective over, uh, like, I'm not going to pump 30 hours into something if it's just average, which goes yeah, back yeah, yeah. to that point yeah. before, you know, I'm in the extremely privileged position that we get to test a lot of the stuff out. I think if I'd have spent 70 quid on something, I would just persevere and make the most of it or trade it in and try and find something else, do my homework beforehand. Yeah. And so going back to Far Cry, like when I finished that first island, which is what, a couple of hours, maybe a little bit more. I was just like, is that it? And, you know, and... It is, like, on a plus point, um, it's Far Cry. And, you know, everything you love about Far Cry, Far Cry 6 does well. But on the negative is, it's Far Cry. And it's like, I've done all this before so many times. And even though the whole game is about revolution, the one thing that this game is not is revolutionary. It's... I remember chatting to somebody at UB and they obviously know how much I love Far Cry. Five didn't really do it for me. It just felt like, okay, you're really rinsing this formula. And he was like, "You're have yeah. six. We're gonna we're introducing so many new things. Gonna blow your mind." And actually, they have introduced a load of new stuff, but a lot of it just doesn't work in my opinion. Like, <laughs> the, like Matt, I don't know if um you guys spoke about it when Dale was talking last week, but the the new bullet system where you have armor piercing. That, that, that's
1: bullets. just frustrating.
0: But in the end, I, like once you get past that frustration, you don't actually need to worry about it because you just yeah. equip an assault rifle that's got armor piercing bullets and another assault rifle that's got soft target bullets, and there you go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and
0: also, if you hit them in the head, you pretty much rattle through them anyway.
1: Yeah. And so, that's true.
0: like, I ended up having a really sweet setup four guns, like a decent sniper rifle, a couple of, like, either an assault rifle with a single shot. Um, shotgun or something for different targets and then a really big rocket launcher and you can pretty much deal with anything when you've got that and then like all of the resolver stuff which is the you know you're kind of cobbling together bits and pieces to make weapons they're super powerful Yeah. the ones that you get quite early on in the game are so powerful that you don't really need to use any of the others (laughs) like you get this supremo backpack which when you fire off you know, rockets go out, but like, it does so much damage. I didn't even bother trying any others out all the way from start yeah. to end. Fair enough. And and I was a bit like, well, you know, maybe I should be more experimental with how I'm playing it. But at the same time, if it's not forcing me to, then why?
1: Yeah, that's the thing, because you're going to revert back to like unupgraded guns or stuff like that. And then you're just making it more difficult for yourself, yeah. I guess.
0: Well, like Dale was saying,
1: and I get this, like,
0: because, so the the dif- default one was like basically rockets that blow shit up. And then you get EMP ones, you can get poison stuff. So the poison stuff means that uh, the other soldiers start shooting each other, which is pretty yeah. cool. EMP disables tanks. So rather than destroying the tank, I can disable it, yank the person out and get in it myself. But mm. I may as well just blow it up and then kill the people that are standing <laughs> next to me rather than faffing around going like, oh, wait a minute, I'm just going to go and get him out of there. Yeah. So I, I'm definitely more of the, the direct route. Um, no, for sure. But the one, like, mechanically, it's very, very good. Like, it feels super satisfying to run around and explore the world just like every other Far Cry game did. I tended to sort of run places more than I did go in vehicles just because I like exploring the island yeah but, but you know it does suffer from that classic Ubisoft thing of there's too much stuff on the map
1: yeah it's yeah, no. 100% like,
0: Dale loves that shit because like if you go <laughs> Platinum's
1: and, fucking everything man
0: if you go <laughs> onto like a map that shows everything that's on that map it's like oh my god it's just overwhelming <laughs> whereas I'm like yeah. what what is the path of least resistance what do I need to do to get through <laughs> To not kind of do that. And it's funny, because like, now that I've finished like, the main single player, I feel like I'm kind of done, whereas he's going through and just literally clearing out everything else. He, when I spoke to him earlier, he was looking for 13 hidden roosters. And I was like, what the fuck oh are you doing gosh. with your life? It's like, really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has to get the platinum. Oh it's in God. his blood.
0: It's, yeah, that's it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Um, that's, that's the weird thing when you look at like, just Ubisoft games at large. It's like... I've, you know, I've played just an okay amount of Far Cry 6, but I I don't really see myself going back to it unless someone says, hey, do you want to play some co-op? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. Because I've played Far Cry 6 already. It's called like Far Cry 5. It's just, it's a little bit different. I feel like a lot of the Ubisoft games obviously like that. You know, you've got Watch Dogs Legion, which kind of came out and now it's just like. Yeah, but uh,
0: I had a really good time with it. Yeah, I had a really good time with it. And like, when I stopped playing it, I was like, I want to go back and play it again. Um, you want to find so, those roosters, <laughs> but, but it was more to kind of continue that story, and then you get into that Far Cry rhythm of like you know uh, doing a mission, then doing an outpost, then doing an ammo drop, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it progresses quite nicely in that respect, and the island opens up, and you can do things in different ways. Obviously, the island is very pretty. Yeah, I don't think it's an enormous leap forward compared to PS4. You know, what do I know about game programming? But you know some of the bits are pretty janky. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and even uh, Giancarlo Esp- Esposito, like the, the cut scenes in that are properly like 12 frames a second. Like to the point <laughs> where I was like, yeah. what's going on with this? Yeah. But for me, it was a really enjoyable game. And I, I agree with what JL gave it for us, which was an eight.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and it wasn't like with Far Cry 5, it just the setting I found was really boring Mm. um i quite like the the main villain but all the the bits leading up to it just a bit of a shambles and also that game was broken i spent about eight to ten hours playing that and then i got to a game breaking bug where i to start again I'm oh like, well wow. i am not going to do that and i'm to yeah, be yeah, honest yeah, yeah. if that happened in six i'd probably be the same i'm not gonna
1: yeah it. exactly
0: yeah but going yeah. back to Rory's point, if you want a recommendation, then just listen to me because I know what I'm talking about, right? Far Cry 6, Ooh. 8 out of 10. If you like Far Cry, you like Far Cry 6.
1: I mean, that's, yeah.
0: That is the definitive review right there. I've well, not played it. Very...
1: Don't know what that's like. Well, got I've friends.
0: played
2: some co-op.
1: <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> You've got your little like, you know, animal companions. You can have a chat with them yeah they just get annoying like right at the beginning (laughs) i had like the crocodile
0: alligator dude and it just steams in every single time (laughs) and i was just like i'm trying to be stealthy it's like stop yeah
2: it's such a pain like i kept dismissing guapo and then it would just randomly appear again (laughs) and it was like wait i sent you i didn't want you to come (laughs) with me yeah it would always ruin my stealth stuff i played a bit um, of co-op by the way i
0: like the dog the dog was my choice because you could just use him to distract the the people Either
1: sneak yeah, he's so up and cute. They got they got me there. Charlie thought is mad cute. Just want to just like. Oh no, not that voice. The other dog. Oh, I haven't got to that yet, but I never will. Like that's just done the truth. Right. The are, you, are
2: you done with the game now, Jesse?
1: Just like unless someone says like, Jesse, do you want to play some cop? I'll be like, for sure, let's do that. But I'm not gonna sit back down and just finish the game because I just don't care. <laughs> Where are you, sir? Um, I'm like currently. I've gone past like you know where you can get on the boat and fuck off do the other false ending and stuff like I'm just on the part where you're choosing like what island you want to go to to hire whoever and that's really and near the beginning.
0: But that so that yeah. goes to my point of if that was your game trial, I would absolutely I'd have had the same opinion as you. But yeah. I I knew that well firstly, I trust JL because you know, I know him and in, I think he's got good taste in games, so I was like if this is an 8, then yeah. I don't believe it's an 8, so I'm going to stick with it. And I think you could easily have that negative opinion of it. And I do think if you spent a bit more time getting into it, because like I say, it's got a definite rhythm and the opening doesn't have that.
1: Um, No, I've definitely experienced that. And like when I last played it, I was, I mean, before I played it with Dale, I was enjoying it. And I was just going from mission to mission. I was like, oh, there's a crate there. I want to go there. I want to go into this cave and stuff. I was doing all of that. But then ultimately I was just like, I would rather play, you know, something else that's maybe like, Eight hours long, and it's just a kind of linear story. And once it's done, it's done. Because when it comes to like those big open world games like Far Cry, like you know the recent Ghost Recon games and stuff, like if I'm playing it with a friend, I'll get a lot more enjoyment out of yeah. that. But by myself, it just feels a bit lonely.
2: <laughs> yeah, I find I get distracted as well. I'll get distracted from the main quest to yes. go and do. <sighs> Hundreds of side quests, and they'd be like, Oh, I haven't finished the game yet.
0: No, like, <laughs> like, I can't stay on track. I quickly yeah. started to ignore that. Whenever you drive down a road, there's always somebody in need of your help. It's just like, You're on your own, mate. <laughs> Sorry. <Exactly. laughs>
1: Don't go fuck about uh, that problem. Exactly.
0: And also, like, oh, obviously, you're called Danny Rojas, but everybody in the end, it's like everybody on the island knows your name. It's like, Oh, Danny, Danny. Yeah. It's like, This is weird. It's like, <laughs> All right. I've done a few things. I'm not that popular. Um, it's a legend, like say, isn't it? I enjoy it. So, uh, we should actually, if people will now have hopefully played Far Cry uh, and also Bat for Blood and uh, maybe even watch Ted Lasso, you should let us know your thoughts on those. Uh, what's the email address? Jesse. Oh, I know you're going to fucking fuck? ask me, man. IGN Is underscore UKP. I was going to say it. At I was going to say it. You're going to be tested. Uh, right, I think that's it for this week's kind of games and movies uh, Should we move on to the endless search?
1: Oh yes, please Let's do it <laughs> Inside It's the UK RGN crew Yeah Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos we got the games gonna play for you Inside I've got a question for you Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos We've got the games gonna play for you Inside I've got a question for you
2: the search. Okay, so I'm going to be hosting the Endless Search this week, or sh- should I rather say the Endless Starch, Okay. that's the game that we're playing today. All right. Um,
1: Can you remind so me what th- the Endless Starch is? I can't remember. Oh, thank God you asked that.
2: <laughs> all right. So basically, uh, so first up, thank you to one of our listeners, Emil, for sending this in. I can't take credit for any of the, any of this. This is all you. So thank you. Um So the Endless Starch is when I'll read out like a description of a game. In this case, it's all games that came out in 2020. And the answer will have like one letter or number changed and it will like, yeah, All right. match the description. So do you want an example, Jesse? You look really confused. (laughs)
1: You know what? I think I'm good. I got this.
2: Yeah, you got it. Cool. All (laughs) right. So number one. A PC simulation game where you follow a retired boss after a successful sports career, a simplified phone version is also available.
1: Oh no.
0: So it's something to do with Football Manager, but What's the first bit?
2: A PC simulation game where you follow a retired boss after a successful sports career. <laughs> a simplified phone version is also available so there's one letter in the the games title that's been changed
1: it's games like this when you realize or rather when i realize i'm just shit Wait,
0: what, jesse and i are particularly bad at games which is why i tend to usually host What's i don't think i
2: would have got this one Go on then, to be it? honest so it's football managed 2021
1: oh my god oh my god <laughs> this is gonna be bullshit. the longest 10 minutes of our lives
0: right okay let's you know go. what
1: we'll blast for him i'm gonna put my brain to like full power mode i'll all get him right. all this time
2: okay you're ready now yeah yeah,
1: yeah i'm hyped
0: oh. all right number two are we just shouting out how do you want us to or are you gonna go people to take turns
2: i mean you can shout out, shout out. There's, yeah let's be a bit chaotic let's with go, it. Yeah. go on all right <laughs> This 3D adventure game has the player step into the shoes of an archer with a nice bird friend. In what may very well be an impossible quest to understand simple addition and subtraction.
1: Oh my god.
2: I guess first up, do you know which game it is? (laughs) No. It's
0: so complicated. (laughs) I'm
1: I'm imagining like a really like kind of colourful indie game and it's really nice and like wholesome. An archer with
0: a nice bird friend. So I was thinking, well, I can't say because then that will spoil it for Jesse.
1: Oh, okay. Can you
0: you give us a clue? Oh, it
1: came out in 2020, didn't it?
2: It did come out in 2020. It's a single player game.
1: I think I know what game it is, but I'm trying to think of how to word it up.
0: Can you say, can you tell us the clue again, please? Uh, Yeah, sure.
2: So... This 3D adventure game has the player step into the shoes of an archer with a nice bird friend in what may very well be an impossible quest to understand simple addition and subtraction. Mm. So what I will say is the first part of the clue is obviously about the game. But the second part is very (laughs) important like with the whole letter changing.
0: Okay. Is it Horizon Zero Down? (laughs)
2: <laughs> no although okay, that is a good <laughs> just a good guess <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this gonna be the first podcast game when oh none of us god. get points i'm so excited um uh you know what my brain is just turning to mush right now so right. i am um, tell us the answer let's go on to question two
2: okay so the answer is so the game is the pathless
1: oh, oh my, my god we've never have got that
2: and so the p is being changed for an m so it's the math less
1: oh of course so it's easy after it's easy for me right because i know the answer
2: so yeah <laughs> but it's i imagine it's really hard like um, if i don't think i would have got either of those to be fair
0: okay all right, all right. you ready for the next yeah, question yeah i'm ready for the next how many are there
2: there ten. are there are 10 oh, shit.
1: okay all right <laughs> Um, I guessed it right.
2: Yeah, you should get a point for that.
1: I should get a point for that, to be (laughs) fair.
2: (laughs) Uh, Do you want to pretend to be a high schooler in Japan? Do you hate rotten adults committing acts of injustice? Do you stay with your girlfriend even if all your other female friends hit on you? Then this is the game for you.
0: That's too long.
1: I I (laughs) I long I, I feel like I know exactly what game it is. Because I definitely played it, but I'm trying to think... It's just one letter, right?
2: It's just one letter, yeah.
0: Like, the clue... Thanks so much for submitting this, by the way, but keep the clue to seven words (laughs) maximum, I would say. (laughs) Sorry, can you say that again?
2: Yeah. Uh, Do you want to pretend to be a high schooler in Japan? Do you hate rotten adults committing acts of injustice? Do you stay with your girlfriend even if all your other female friends hit on you? Then this is the game for you.
1: I feel feel like I know exactly what game it is, but I'm trying to think of what the fucking letter is.
0: I don't know. I have no idea what game, what letter changes. Do you want to say what game you think it is, Jesse? I think it's Persona 5 Royale. I think it's Persona 5 Royale.
2: You're both right.
1: Right. Well, what's (laughs) the letter change? I need to know.
2: Do you want to guess, or is it always just?
1: Uh, It's it's going to be something so Uh, fucking obvious when it happens, isn't it?
2: Is
0: it loyal?
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh! Um, It's loyal. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 That's bullshit. How did you get that? What's the only thing that I can think like royal? Okay, right. Let's change. Well, there you go. Oh my god. Alex has a point. I, yeah, but I have no idea how I got a
1: point. Okay. Okay, yes. next question. I'm in the game. I'm so I'm so proud of you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this PS5 launch game and PC Epic Games exclusive is a very beautiful sorry, is very beautiful and fully takes advantage of its four K capable machine, where cool armors enjoy repetitive combat. And submerge yourself in a tragic story about the downfall of a Facebook group moderator.
1: Oh my god. This is a PS5 launch like, game.
2: Yeah. And PC Epic Games exclusive.
0: All right. Uh I'm trying to think what PS5 game launch... What, what uh <laughs> Uh uh
1: <laughs> Can can you go over that again please? <laughs> The clues yeah, are sure. shall I do long? the
2: second part of the clue because yeah I guess we focus we, we know it on it's the a beginning. PS5 launch game
0: Yep, and yeah. it's on the PC mm-hmm. e- Epic store
2: wear cool armors enjoy repetitive combat and submerge yourself in a tragic story about the downfall of a Facebook group moderator
0: is it uh, I don't think this is right <laughs> rather than Spider-Man Peter Parker it's Spider-Man Peter Gorbett. Because he's part of the Duck Hunters admin group. It
2: is not. It's Mate, that's that well funny. obscure. I know,
0: but like, <laughs> I don't know.
2: That was a treat in itself. <laughs> that's yeah.
1: good. That's how my oh, brain oh, man. works. Um, um, oh, yeah, yeah, man.
0: I don't know. Is it Spider-Man? Jesse, Spider Man's not. Up? Spider-Man's not on PC, I don't think.
1: No, no. no. Um...
0: What's the other piece what, Just tell us the what, game, and then we'll see if we hold can. Up, sw- hold
1: up! Hold up! Hold up! What's the um? What's the what's the clue again? Can you just tell me that just one more time? Oh my god!
2: Yeah, sure. Um, Listen, now
1: I'm trying to get a point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wear cool armors, enjoy repetitive combat, and submerge yourself in a tragic story about the downfall of a Facebook group moderator. This is really tricky.
1: I want to say the game is. Sackboy a big adventure it's not (laughs) I'm sorry I'm lost
0: go on then tell us
2: tell us what the game is at
0: first this is for no points this is just literally for pride now
1: no 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 if I guess it (laughs) okay so
2: it's Godfall
1: we'd never have got it who played Godfall do you Um, want
2: to guess at which letter changed uh, (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, it's all—it's it's all, it's all on your brain, Alex. Just—I don't know. Say.
2: <laughs> so it's modfall
0: Oh fuck! It's so <laughs> obvious <laughs> when you say it. I know it's horrible.
1: <laughs> oh okay. man!
0: How many have we done so far? Sh- should we
1: just—should we just give up at this point and mod say four? Alex is the ultimate no, winner?
0: No, we're not. Come on, Jesse, you can get a point. Right, let's you go. might right, get right.
2: this next. You might get the next two.
0: All right. Mm.
2: Maybe. <laughs> if it's if if we can't do that, we'll just call it a day.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um.
2: Okay. More than a decade after the Battle of Hastings, a group of Normans get the bright idea to start their own community for people who want to stick small metal shards in their heads. It's about as good as it sounds.
0: <sighs> Sorry, say again. You're <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for the utter silence. If you could see uh, our faces where it's just bemusement.
2: <laughs> More than a decade after the Battle of Hastings, right. a group of Normans get the bright- Is that specific?
0: Is that key to
1: this? I can dig in for clues, So that man.
2: is to do with the the number that has changed. I'll say that. That's not to do is with it, the game it? that's to do.
0: Oh, oh okay. All right. So that's
2: like the thing that's different. And then... The part about people sticking small metal shards in their heads, that's actually in the game.
1: Oh, my days.
2: <laughs> we, oh, okay. I can give you a clue, actually. We have mentioned it today. Oh. oh, my God. This game has been mentioned today during the podcast.
1: Look, he's going through the running <laughs> order. What we, have spoken about today? <laughs> Um,
0: mentioned or spoken about a lot. Oh wow!
2: Uh, it was just mentioned.
0: Far Cry Ten Sixty Six. No, <laughs> no, that's the part <laughs> of these things.
2: That's a good guess. Though. I know, right? I don't. It wasn't something we planned to talk about. Today. Oh, okay. It was mentioned just sort of oh. in the conversation.
0: Oh. So it's not on the running order. No. Oh. <laughs>
2: There's no cheat sheet, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> Hook me up with that email. <laughs> I think Far Cry 1066 is pretty
1: goddamn good. You know what? Let's give you a point for that. Even though <laughs> well, you know it's not right. <laughs> point for the yeah. effort, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. You know, I'm definitely not getting any of these, know. man. I'm so- no. I've never won this game, ever.
2: Okay. It's hard, yeah. like I've heard previous ones, and like, those, I feel like those have been easier. Emil's really putting us through our paces here. Okay, so the game is Cyberpunk mm. 2077. Right. But the, the year has changed to 1077.
1: Oh. Well,
0: that's not a decade. <laughs> Alex, it was a,
2: more than a decade after the Battle of Hastings. Uh, I know, but you can't say
0: more than a decade because. Uh, yeah, that's like, not that's, specific. It's a century. It's a, if you just said a century. I was thinking, oh, so 10.76. All right, okay. What's happening around that? Oh.
1: right. I am very angry Next. now.
0: Far Cry 10.66. That's the one.
2: Yeah. We're
1: good. I can't believe you're winning just so well.
2: <laughs> I know. So far ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's tough being a teacher in robot art school, especially when the teaching facilities are a mess. Use the power of a new controller to make sure your students have great arts and crafts experience, so they can all give their grandparents a homemade ashtray for Christmas.
1: Um, it's
2: an interesting one.
1: I know, I know exactly what game it is. Yeah, I know what game okay. it is.
2: Okay,
0: I can't
1: actually remember what it's called though. The full title. <laughs>
0: you fool! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Could Jesse get a point here?
0: No, definitely not. <laughs> Can you say the clue one more time, please?
2: Uh, Yeah. It's tough being a teacher in robot art school, especially when the teaching facilities are a mess. Use the power of a new controller to make sure your students have a great art and crafts experience so they can all give their grandparents a homemade ashtray for Christmas.
1: going to sound (laughs) I was going to say Arts Rose Playroom. But well, that can't be it, right?
2: Both those are good guesses, I would say. They're not they're not the answer I'm seeing in front Is of. Is it me. called
0: Astro's Playroom or Astro But I can't remember.
1: Ah, I can't tell you. Well so dig into your mind.
2: <laughs> I'd say with the Astro, maybe don't dwell on that part of the clue too much.
1: Mm. Maybe just
2: more like just making something arts and craftsy, <laughs> but not the specific item like
1: <laughs> If you type the answers into chat, no one will hear that. <laughs> um let's see here. Um The silence says everything when it comes to this game between Alex and myself. Um
0: This is really tricky. You said that we might be able to get it. Yeah, but You're a liar. I'm, <laughs> You're I think seeing your science. reactions to it,
2: seeing your reactions to it now and like I can see your thought process and I think
0: the ge- so the game
1: it's is arts. Astro's Playroom? Yes.
0: Yeah. And it's something to do with arts
1: and crafts. Yeah. Astro's Room.
2: Yes. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. to,
0: oh one my point God. to Jesse. <laughs> what a success. I think we're going to have to <laughs> do this as a team, frankly, because we're never going to get <laughs> we have to own. work together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay
0: our oh, well, okay. weight has next, been lifted I bet honestly next the people question. listening to this cannot believe the tension going on That's neck why. and neck at one point each I know <laughs> how many, how really many left
1: oh, <laughs> <laughs> we've man.
2: got we've got four questions oh.
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> or we could let, just let's do let's winner let... takes all on the next one
2: we could just yeah we could just all do right, that right. as well let's, let's this could be the tiebreaker right.
0: Emma pick the easiest one for both our sanity and for those listening
2: I've got it. Okay.
0: All right.
2: This is a long clue, though, so oh, I'll probably no. read it twice. All
0: right.
2: Here's, it's a tough world in this space combat game about advanced mathematics and statistics. If you make the wrong graphs or use the wrong data sets, you're toast. Fortunately, you're not alone in this barren wasteland of numbers, pie charts, and Excel spreadsheets. You have your team, your wingmen, your squadron.
1: Call of Duty bar zone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun. That is a good a, answer.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um,
2: I'd say the most important parts of the clue is yeah. it's a tough world in this space combat game about yeah. advanced mathematics and statistics. And I
1: completely missed the space part and said Call of Duty as well. What an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> right, okay.
2: <laughs> and you have your team, your wingmen your squadron
1: yeah oh, i know i know what game it is as well um, yeah I'm big into it <laughs> um
0: oh i'm trying to think why don't you drop some clues me oh well, yeah if you're if, if you know what it is
1: uh i i played it exclusively in vr whilst others did not oh He's got it now. He's gonna destroy me.
2: I like it. Alex is writing this down as well.
1: Yeah, well, that nerd. helps,
2: doesn't it? Like you can see it <laughs> on like a page. All
1: right. Okay. So I
0: think I've got the game. What's the 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 clue to the the thingy change? Okay.
2: It's a tough world in this space combat game about advanced mathematics and statistics.
1: Uh.
0: i'm really sorry to anybody everybody listening because
1: this (laughs) yeah it's painful oh my god this is uh, what sucks i know what game it is as well and i've written Um, it down and i'm trying to think you know what i'm trying to think of like mathematical terms
2: mathematics and statistics
0: oh this is stat war squadrons
2: yeah oh fuck
0: (laughs) i was focusing on the squadrons part
1: (laughs) oh my god you know what very very well played congratulations alex thanks two points congratulations, so congratulations
2: yeah two one
1: i did get an extra bonus point though for saying it was 10 questions so really it was a tie but you know we, we can talk about <laughs> that. Yeah, but later. i got far cry 1066 which is arguably a better answer so really the points are like all over the place because <laughs> yeah. we were so creative so we're all winners today
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Thank you, Emil, for sending that in. That was Uh, really quite tricky. Emma,
1: (laughs) do you want to
0: quickly read out the last three so we can open them up to the audience to see who gets them right? Oh, yeah, sure. Not for a prize, but purely for pride.
1: I'll get them all right right now. So
2: just the clues, yeah, just Just the the descriptions. Okay. In this expansion to an already huge MMO with a long legacy... You must travel to the afterlife and face the toughest challenge of them all. Prevail in a battle of the bands against groups of shadows. Okay. That's the first
1: one. That's the first one. Okay, next one. I know the answer. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Too late. We
2: humans may. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's done now. (laughs) Uh, We humans may consider ourselves advanced warriors, but does that hold true? What if hunting is nothing more but sport to hyper-dangerous space aliens? And what if that sport is about kicking us as far as possible towards the opposing team's end zone?
1: You just hear words and none of it makes sense. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You may as well be speaking a different language. (laughs) The the
0: look of, like, the blank look on both mine and Jesse's face is like, what? Just (laughs) glazing over. Yep, (laughs) man. Next one okay this
2: is the last one a terrible murder drives the actors of a well-loved jordan peele movie towards their second adventure in this video game brutal fights fascinating characters and shivs made from scissors are all part of a frightening revenge quest set in seattle
1: Mm, well have fun answering those everyone (laughs) there you go
2: send them into us
1: i i (laughs) have
0: I kind of have an idea of what that last one is, but I'm not going to say.
1: Okay. Yeah, good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so send in your answers to IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. And if you get them all right, well, you are absolutely better than Jesse and I.
1: Yeah. I thought you were going to test me on the address because I've got it all memorized now. Do
0: you? You prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Again,
1: too late. (laughs)
0: Mm. (laughs) Uh, Let's go over to Feedback. Um, oh yeah I think you've got the first piece, Emma
2: I do, hello This is from Matt D <clears throat> Excuse me, Matt says Hello all, in response to episode 609's question on media you want to consume only once, Into the Wilds was a film I watched when I was around the same age as the protagonist I didn't know what to expect and it left me in a way that I only later understood as harrowing I questioned, worpa- uh, sorry, I questioned mortality purpose and the place a person takes in the world. It stuck with me and I won't watch that film again in case it affects me in the same way, or maybe in case it doesn't. In terms of games, I agree with the comment that one of you made regarding choices and branching paths. The way it went for me in Life is Strange, Cyberpunk 2077 and Disco Elysium is the way I always want to think of it. I won't Mm. replay it for the fear of diluting that experience." Do any of you have any moments of extreme emotion from films or games that you care to share? Many thanks for the years of audio gold. Thank you
0: man.
1: Mm. Audio gold That's um,
0: I'm not one to get well I don't think I've actually got very emotional about games at all. Um, Alex has
1: never shed a tear i have
0: ever. i'm like I'm really <laughs> emotional with TV shows and film like, yeah. especially after having kids. I don't know what it is, but as soon as you have kids. <laughs> You bore your eyes out at anything. It's, honestly, it's embarrassing. Um, like, oh, what was I watching? I was watching something Sponge really Bob. recently. And I started to sort of get quite emotional about it. And I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, a DIY SOS. Oh, my God. I am in bits in DIY SOS. Aww. I can't watch that. Um, and then... Paw Patrol really gets me. Only in a... Like, I can't stand to watch that. <laughs> um, I remember being on a plane in, must have been 2003, 2004. I was flying back or flying out on holiday or something. And they had Big Fish while I was watching it. And anyway, it's a film about somebody's relationship with their dad. And my dad had just okay. died a few months earlier. Oh. And I was properly crying my eyes out on the plane. Hmm. And that's not a good look for anybody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Matt. Thanks for making me relive that. Cheers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what, what about yourself, Emma? When have you just ever cried when playing Metroid or just, you know?
2: Yeah, thankfully, Metroids never made me cry, which is good. <laughs> um, I, can, I can balance that, that sad memory with a happy one. Okay. Oh, that's
1: good extreme um, happiness
2: <laughs> yeah extreme happiness so i was really really happy when i finished guitar hero free for the first time because the songs at the end of that game were really hard and um i was playing it on the wii at the time in like my parents living room um i would have been in like secondary school and i got stuck on Rain raining blood for hours and so my parents and my whole family were just like, oh my gosh, please, like, turn <laughs> same it off. Song. And I was like, no, oh, I want to finish it. Yeah, and I kept I kept messing up at the same bit. And then finally, when I finished that game, I was so happy, I, like, shouted out and, like, did this, like, really cringy like, <laughs> sort of, like, yes, like, dance. Um, <sighs> and that stuck with me, yeah.
1: You know what, that that does sound pretty damn sweet, to be fair. Um, <laughs> so we've um, gone on-
0: from extreme happiness, extreme sadness. Where are you, Jesse?
1: Let's bring it back down like okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, I don't think I've ever been like just madly like teary eyed or just like crying and bawling over a game and stuff, but I think uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, like the ending segments of that, and there's one um, there's one particular song that plays near the end yep. on the main character's final ride, essentially. And it was a song that weirdly enough one of my grandparents really enjoyed when they heard as well right and just that ride and what it means and the person who really enjoyed that song and stuff like just all of that and what happens to arthur morgan and stuff like it's quite an emotional ending and that's always stuck with me um (laughs) but yeah that that made me feel things Other than just being a great game with a cool story. But yeah, that ended. It is a great game it, with a
0: cool story. But it, yeah, I think it does land some of those emotional. I remember that bit. Yeah, it was, it was very, yeah. very good. And I think also, as you say, if there is additional kind of memories tied in with that, then it's going to kind of trigger that.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Oh, is the next piece of podcast feedback a little bit more uplifting?
1: Of course it is, because I'm reading it. Okay. So I'm going to sound oh, happy. happy. Doing your, do your best <laughs> VO voice. Hey guys, not the longest time listener of the podcast, only roughly a year ago now or so, but the show has quickly become a weekly necessity and really helps get through the weekend night shift. I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) Um, This is from Lee Damon, and he continues to say, obviously the biggest gaming craze for the past four or five years has been the battle royale genre, which some love and others are probably bored of now at this stage. I saw a while back that apparently data miners had found code for a supposed The Last of Us Part 2 battle royale in the works and would be interested in your thoughts on this. I spoke to my friend about it, and some of the ideas that sprang to mind with what Naughty Dog could potentially do with Battle Royale set in The Last of Us uh, World got me really excited for the game I thought I never needed, but now care for nothing else. What do you think of this, and are there other games you would like to see a Battle Royale game mode made for? To answer on my side, no. I think I've had enough of Battle Royale. I think the one thing that really pushed it was uh, Ghost Recon trying to do that. They revealed it, yeah. and then today I think they sent out a tweet saying, "We're we're we're not going to show anymore for a while because <laughs> of the feedback." And um also, I think Vampire the Masquerade they had their own like um battle royale things, just like it. It's 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 fun when it's good, but not everything has to do it. No, you you've already got like giants doing that genre. I'm not saying like no one can try and you know experiment with it, but like please leave these franchises that have never had anything to do with that kind of style of game to just do what they've always got done. I don't know. It's just, I'm not a fan.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how well it would work. Obviously, I think you, you have to play to the strengths of the original game. Yes. Battle Royale does not feel like a natural fit for something like Last of Us. Now, I love Last of Us 2. Like going back to the previous thing, actually, that was a game had me like all kinds of emotions because you know yeah I, you know at one point i absolutely hated abby and then it's mm. you know swung completely the other way because you've got a, a a different side of ellie and you know you yeah. could see their motivations and obviously that was the whole point of the game um but at no point do i want to see a hundred people hiding behind <laughs> things with shivs doing that it just doesn't yeah, feel just like yeah just going all rambo right and shit um that to me i know they are there is talk of some kind of multiplayer thing isn't there and i must admit i I don't think i played the multiplayer for last of us one
1: i i didn't either but i know a lot of people loved that multiplayer
0: and so maybe it has got something in there but for me that game is a story-driven game and that's why i love it uh and equally jesse i'm the same as you i feel like there are a lot of very good battle royale games out there already i don't I'd, I'd like to see multiplayer games that perhaps try something different.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, just like, I mean, I, w- I was excited to hear when, like, you know, the, I think it might be the 20th or 25th anniversary for Ghost Recon. I know I just mentioned it before, but, like, they're saying, we've got a brand new announcement, and then I watched that trailer, and you just see, you see the reaction of chat, and I know it's a live stream and stuff, and people are going to be saying stupid shit, but when you see live, the dislike ratio starts to get higher and yeah. higher as you're watching a stream. It's like, you, yeah. I know there's, there's talented people who work on these games for sure. And, you know, I'm sure everyone puts 110% in, but it's like, wh- what made like, what I just want to know what the, the, the creative thought process is of being like, let's make a battle Royale now. It's like, I, I don't get it. You're taking on call of duty and mm. Fortnite and stuff. It's like, how do you compete with that in anything that's, remotely special. I think Ubisoft did a Battle Royale game that I, like me and Matt played like yeah. a year ago the, the and I can't even remember. The
0: rem- neon sort of tins.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a-
0: Hyperscape. That's Hype it. Yeah. And yeah, that, yeah. that
1: died on its ass. I was playing, I was like, this this plays well like most Ubisoft games but you just knew in your head that this is not going to go anywhere. And, and at least didn't. that
0: had a bit of a different aesthetic whereas I thought yeah. the, the Ghost Recon thing is just Warzone repackaged.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It really does look like Warzone. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I like Battle Royale and I played a lot of Apex. um, Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And like Fortnite when it came out. And I've sort of played a little bit more Fortnite recently, but I have this thing with Battle Royale where I'll play it for a bit. I might get the battle pass, start sort of grinding through it, and then I'll just drop out of it entirely and not play it for weeks. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like I can handle any more Battle Royales at this no. point. Like, I, can't, I can't pick up another one and then drop that like I do with the others. No.
1: Yeah. I, I experience extreme emotion when I see another Battle Royale game unveiled. That's, that's the answer to the well, previous one, Well, we've really
0: pissed on Lee's chips there, haven't we? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lee. If, if it does come out, I hope you enjoy it. But it's just not for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know what, if you, if you have any great Battle Royale ideas, why don't you send an email over to IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. I
0: think you're better off sending them to Ubisoft because they could probably do it with all the help they can <laughs> yeah. get right now.
1: Yeah, don't, don't send don't send the ideas to us, please. Uh,
0: that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, firstly, I do want to apologize to everybody for our endless search debacle in the middle. I can't help the fact that both Jesse and I are shit at these games. I I think that was a
1: riveting, audible experience. And yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, hopefully other people think that. Uh, I'm not so Mm. sure. But thank you both. And uh, that's it for this week. And we will see you soon. Bye-bye.
1: Goodbye.